Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. Most people that, that are getting drafted, they're always the guys since freshman year, always the, the best one on the team. But for me, that wasn't the case. Sophomore year of high school, I was trash at football. Fifth string on JV. So, like, now that it's, like, literally less than a day away, it's kind of starting to get surreal. Like, I'm a, I'm a crier. I'm an emotional person. So, I'll be tearing up thinking about my process. I was stalking my mom's Instagram from, like, six years ago, watching all my high school videos and all my old workouts and all that. So, it's finally starting to get real for me. Welcome back to Drafted. I'm Steven Johnson, and this is Episode 9 of Season 3. In this episode, we'll meet our sixth and final player of this season, Oregon State linebacker Hamaka Rashid Jr. We'll be joining Hamaka and his family in Phoenix, Arizona for their draft party. But first, we're returning to the mountains of Big Bear, California for cornerback Cameron Bynum's big day. And now, it's finally here. Cam explains. All right, so it's the morning of the draft. April 29, 9.30, we're about to make breakfast. But today I'm not gonna tell people, well, unless it's talking crazy, but for my immediate family, I'm not telling them I'm mic'd up. So I'm gonna keep it as authentic as possible for y'all. Good content. All right, I'll be back. Cam joins his family in the living room where they all wait for the first round to begin shortly. All right, Caleb, give me some wisdom. Uh, you got, y'all want to be quiet all, all of a sudden? Okay, Come on, give me something. I'm our leader. I'm your leader. I'll talk second. All his normally talkative siblings are suddenly quiet, maybe finally succumbing to the weight of what's at stake. So to lighten the mood, Cam shows off his newest skill. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just want to go over and get all this out before like there's like 20 people trying to do all 
this before. Cam taught himself how to play the piano while recovering from a knee injury last season. He did this by following his same routine from football. Here he explains. Physically, I just had to sit back and do nothing for a little. So that was the first time I've ever done that. So that was the biggest challenge. I was sitting in the garage doing curls, sitting with my legs straight on the bench. And I wasn't allowed to sweat, so I'd make it real, put the fan on me, sit there, do a set of curls. I'd have to rest for like five minutes so I don't get start sweating and get it infected. But I was finding any little way to still get work in. So that was, that was the biggest challenge for me to, to actually sit back and rest. And I knew that I'll still find a way to do something productive. Let me challenge myself mentally in a different way. So that's when I started playing piano and fell in love with music ever since. Cam assumed his process for football would directly translate. He'd substitute finger drills on the keys for footwork on the field. As if tackling a running back or covering a wide receiver are the same as combining notes and timing the pedals. I've always wanted to play the piano, and this is super tough, super big challenge. And I was like, okay, this does mimic football. I got to learn something, got to drill it, and then make a big picture and be able to make music. Same thing with football. Got to learn the playbook. You got to do drills to try and get the movements down. Then you put it together and now it's a full play. So let me challenge myself and start learning this instrument that I love and have loved my whole life, but never played it. So that was like the best thing I've done so far. Going into the draft, NFL scouts thought Cam might make a better safety than a cornerback. However, it's a big risk moving a player to another position at the pro level. Many athletes aren't open to the idea or the amount of work required, and the early struggles can shatter their confidence or overwhelm them completely. So almost every team asked Cam how he felt about trying to change positions. Would he be all right getting outside his comfort zone and learning a new role on defense? Could he handle the mental challenges that come with initially struggling? And what about the amount of time and commitment it takes to master these new skills? Now I'm pretty good now to the point where I can play almost anything once I learn it. So I, I can read all the music. So it's just a matter of memorization now. So now I'm branching out to, now I'm obsessed with the bass guitar along with piano. So I'm just trying to branch out on the music and just keep learning. It was this exact approach that got him here to draft day. Throughout the week, it was before school. Go there, where start workout starts at five, and then right after school, another practice on the field at the high school. Then right back at five o'clock, we're back up at the facility doing our speed work, doing our lifting, and one more DB workout. So it was it was at least what, fourteen hours a day of just from the time you wake up at five a.m. and I'm not getting home until seven at night. Um, after my last workout, then I'd have to do homework and then right back. And that was, that was basically my whole routine. Even when I got to college, still doing those crazy hours, still putting in extra hours, went a whole year without missing a day of doing extra work. So that's, that's really been the whole story of my entire career. In addition to the 14-hour workdays, Cam added another layer once he started playing in college. I talked to the quarterbacks or the receiver coach and the offensive coordinator after games just to say, hey, what? What did you see in my game that made you do this, this, or that? And after games, I'm DMing receivers like, okay, what was going through the film room that week? And how are you guys planning to beat me? After games, Cam questioned opposing quarterbacks and coaches about his weaknesses. Then he continued texting opposing receivers for days. 
desperately seeking any edge to improve and any new area to work on. So maybe when those NFL teams asked Cam if he'd be open to learning a new position like safety, instead of answering their questions, maybe he should have just played them a song or two. Hamaka Rashid Jr., linebacker from Oregon State University. I had a lot of meetings, but you know, every meeting I had with the 32 teams we're talking about, um, how did I drop from you know, 14 sacks to zero? And that's pretty much what I had to answer this whole drive time. And that's probably the biggest question that I've been asked. Arguably, no prospect in the entire draft has a wider range of possible outcomes than Hamaka. He's projected to be picked anywhere from late in round one to late in the seventh round. In other words, at almost any point in the entire draft. This is because Hamaka had possibly the two craziest back-to-back seasons out of anyone in college football. Two years ago, he had 14 sacks, barely trailing last year's number two pick and NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, Chase Young. Then he decided to come back for his senior season. Here's Hamaka elaborating. I wanted to come back and be a top 10. You know, they're saying I'm top 30. You know, 30 people are better than me. I wanted to come back and show them, like, no, these 30 people are not better than me or these 60 people are not better than me. That's really motivated me to go back. He returned to Oregon State and only recorded two tackles for a loss and zero sacks. So naturally, everyone wants to know how and why that happened. And this is why he has a nearly unprecedented draft range and why he and his family are feeling a little nervous right now. As the final few pre-draft minutes tick away, his mother, Misha McLemore, especially begins to struggle with the tension. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm sitting down now. I'm oh, trying to sit down. I've been up. <laughs> yeah, my nerves is bad. I look like, I lay down somewhere, but I can't go lay down. Misha takes a seat on the couch to try to calm herself. She's struggling with a similar question NFL executives face. What's next for Hamaka's career? Is he the player from two seasons ago or the one from last year? Which player is the real Hamaka Rashid Jr.? To answer that question, you have to go all the way back to his childhood, where he grew up playing sports with his three brothers in South Phoenix, Arizona. Growing on that street, you know, I had a lot of people going outside playing basketball and football, and I feel like that's what started my football career, you know, tackling older people in the streets, or, you know, hot deserts, scrapes and bruises, all type of stuff, you know, that was, you know, you know, fun times for sure. Football was fun. Hamaka played in the youth leagues, along with the pickup games in the neighborhood. He'd go crashing into anyone and everyone, no matter their age or size, or whether he was on a field or a paved street. The tackling and chasing and collisions all felt natural. 
I think I was born like this, you know, I never back down, you know, sorry, early age. I think, I want to say probably my older brothers, you know, they made me tougher, you know, I'm always fighting them or I'm fighting your friend or something like that, you know, I'm not backing down. It probably started from my brothers and my dad, you know, they're always tough on me and, you know, working me, being fearless. I'm fearless and I'm not scared, you know, it's the hard and how tough you are. Like Devontae Smith getting pushed around in the basketball court as a younger kid, Hamaker grew up always playing against older siblings and bigger kids in the neighborhood. Here's his older brother, DeAndre, on those intense childhood games. Like any other big brother, you feel me? You're going you to pick on the little ones. It's my job to make sure you feel me, you tough. Most thing about Hamaker, like I said, we all was rough. So even though my mom trying to protect us to keep us clean, we just like any other kid. We bad, we playing, you know, picking on each other, that type of ordeal. So as Hamilton came along, like I said, the one visual thing I got about Hamilton, he used to have his orange little hockey stick. Like, he probably like, I want to say either one or two, and he probably had like a pull-up ball. And he ran through the house chasing as little as, he, as little as he was, chasing us. You feel me? So I feel like that could have been another thing why he was he, he was crazy in the football. <laughs> he already had it in. Even as a toddler, Hamaka would chase his older brothers through the house with a hockey stick, already playing like a future linebacker, looking for someone to hit. I feel like it started at an early age. I know I was going to be a football player because I was just the toughest one. And, you know, I'm fighting, I'm picking on kids three times bigger than me. You know, I'm not backing down. I'm out there just putting my head and hitting every kid out there. So I feel like I learned that. I think I learned that, like, probably seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and, and then I didn't look back since then. Despite some success, Hamaka wasn't heavily recruited or getting much publicity during his first two seasons of high school. Then everything changed his junior year. I wasn't really recruited. Um, I ended up having to get like 10 sacks in one game, and that's when everything, like, offers started trying to come. You know, I blew up my last two years, but nobody knew me until... But that's that, that's that line of having 20 sacks in my junior year. In case you think you misheard those cartoonish-sounding statistics, Hamaka recorded 10 sacks in one game his junior year of high school and 20 for the season. So I was just playing the end, and honestly, I felt like I was just running past the kid the whole time and just unstoppable. I felt like, you know, it was just pretty easy just getting off the ball and just... Honestly, I don't even want to say it counted, but, you know, 10 sacks, 10 sacks, you know, so you can't even do that in the video game. Then following the best performance of his football career, everything in Hamaka's life quickly turned once again. I had 20 sacks, a lot of tackle for losses, you know, and I was blown up. Had a great year, but into my senior year, my parents ended up breaking up and they broke up, and that led to me moving in with my mom, me and my little brother. We ended up having to live uh, with my, my oldest brother for a couple of months, and I wasn't sure where I was going to go. Uh, I was um, sharing rooms with my nephew and my little brother. So, you know, it was a tough time. Hamaka and his younger brother, along with their mom, moved into his older brother's apartment in a new school district. That meant Hamaka would now be attending a new high school for his senior year. His mom, Misha, recounts those traumatic days. 
a trying time for all of us. We had just went through a, our family breakup and then, you know, he just had to be strong. It was his senior year that everything happened before we got to Chandler and I, the whole life just changed. And I just said, okay, well, Hamika, we got to figure this out. So I said, whatever I got to do, whatever I have to do, we're going to get through this. And with the grace of God and my, my dad's deceased now, but he was there. And then my grandmother, she stepped in. And then my other grandma, who just passed away two months ago, my family came together and helped me to make sure that me and my boys would be fine. And oh, it was a trial. Misha and her parents and grandparents all came together to care for the boys and work with the coaches at Hamica's new high school, Chandler. My name is Russell Scott. I am uh, I'm assistant football coach at Chandler High School. I'm also a teacher on campus as well. And I know Ham by way of football, of course. We knew of him, and we did hear about this 10-sack game that he had, and we knew he was special. But my relationship with, with Ham was more after practice. He also, you know, he had a, a hip injury at the beginning. And so I would take him to physical therapy. So he and I would ride along, you know, so we had 20 minutes of therapy and 20 minutes back from therapy. And, you know, I do leadership here at Chandler. And so much of our conversation was, you know, about life because we knew he had the physical tools to make something happen for himself. But we also want to know about his mental background. We want to know his goals and his aspirations as well. You know, so much of, of, of my conversation with him came from being off the field. Coach Scott and Hamica began to bond. And because Hamica didn't know a single person at his new high school, this relationship provided him with someone to turn to for help during this dark period. He did have some things going on family-wise. He also had some academic things going on as well. Uh, and so when he came over to Chandler, we, we let him know. So if a kid has the utmost of potential to play at the next level, Division one, two, three. Uh, we we delve into them and we do transcript research, and so we put together a plan for for Ham, and it, it took him getting all A's and B's both semesters in order for him to to really have a shot to go anywhere. Hamaka's living situation is unsettled. His parents are recently divorced, and he has to start over at a new high school with a new football program where he doesn't know anyone. Then he discovers that he has to get all A's and B's both semesters to academically qualify to play college football. His senior year quickly turns into the greatest challenge of his young life. And his decorated 20-sack season disappeared into the background as everyone wonders whether he'll be able to rise to the occasion on and off the field. We'll be right back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Scott and the staff at Chandler High School called a meeting with Hanukkah and his mom to deliver the tough news about his prospects. My high school coaches, they sat me down. He was like, listen here, you have, I want to say I had like a 2-4, 2-3 GPA. And they were like, you have all these schools coming up to us, talking about, you know, you're a great athlete, you're, you can do all this stuff, and you have a lot of production and stuff like that. But it was like, you have no grades. You have to do the SATs. Uh, I think it's the SAT or the other one. And they pretty much told me down. And I believe Coach Eric was the guy that he sent me down. He told me he's planning this whole map out. He was like, listen, I need you to buckle down and get straight A's to qualify. He's like, I know you do it. And I believe all your hard work will pay off. If you buy into this, buy into what I'm saying right now, you'll be in college. Hamaka needed to excel in the classroom and on the football field. And he needed to do that amid the turbulence and emotional challenges with his life at home. My mom, she's sick and she's out of, she's hurt. And, you know, it was tough, you know, watching her come home from work and just go straight to the room and not really eat. You know, was, obviously all that stuff is just tough to see. So I feel like that's probably the toughest part, you know. He wasn't sure if she was physically ill, suffering emotionally or both. Under these conditions, his life seemed to be facing a crossroads. He could use these challenges to focus and further commit to his goals, or he could understandably wilt under the intense pressure bearing down on every part of his life and give up. So I feel like for me, it was just being there and you know being strong for my mom because she's having a tough time. Just having her not worry about me because she already has so much stuff to worry about, you know? And you know, I have my mom stress about me and see where I'm at. And I just took it as, I gotta show my mom like I can help her, you know, I can do everything right, you know? It helped me see clear I wanted to get to college and now, you know, NFL. Hamaka committed himself to these goals in a new way, throwing himself into his schoolwork and football. Here's Coach Scott on what he saw from Hamaka during this period. He had to go to tutoring, and so he had to get with his teachers. He had to sit in there and, and, and study for another hour or so before practice, you know. And then he, once he made it out to practice, he got to study out there on the field, too. So, you know, he was putting in time then after school, and he did go to the public library, which is down the street from his house. He went to the public library, 
in order to get some homework done because I don't believe they had a, an internet connection in the apartment that he was staying in with his mom and brother while he was uh, going to school. Here's Hamaka again on these compounding challenges. I pretty much body and, you know, I worked my butt off. I had to go to a library for like three or four hours and study with an SAT guy, you know. Obviously, math and stuff was hard, but I ended up getting straight A's probably for my first time in my life. And I ended up qualifying, and I was just so happy. He qualifies for Division I football and follows up his 20-sack junior year with 13 more sacks as a senior. This leads to Hamaka committing to Oregon State, planning to join his older brother there, who plays on the basketball team. Finally, the dark days are behind him. Until what seemed like the perfect situation in college quickly turns into another bad dream. My freshman year, I ended up traveling every game, thinking I was going to play. You know, the coach telling me to get ready, stretch and stuff like that. He ended up never putting me in. Then at the last, like, two games, he was like, yeah, I'm sorry, Ham, you're registered. So then he was like, Seeing you to uh, developmental lift. And that was that. And it was pretty tough. I was working my butt off. You know, I was probably just stronger than the starting linebacker and faster than him. You know, I, like, I'm working my butt off and doing everything right. And I just didn't get that chance. Then second year comes around. Same thing. I ended up playing the special team my second year. Um, doing everything right. I'm out there smacking people smacking people around on kickoff and punt and stuff like that with the hopes of, you know, playing on defense. And I think I want to say I probably got 11 plays that whole second year on defense. He wasn't getting to play. And he certainly wasn't having the same fun he used to when he was younger. It was a tough time. And I couldn't do nothing about that. You know, everyone around me even was like, I can't believe you're not playing. I feel like that's probably what just motivated me even more. Those years, those past years, it's just like, they don't believe me. They don't see what I see. And they're not even going to give me the chance to even try to show. That's what probably the hardest part was. Anger, you know, just not playing. You know, you're not playing football. You just, you obviously could lose yourself. His mom, Misha, tried to stay positive. Despite the difficult years adding up, and Hamaka's brother transferring to another university. We just tried to do is just encourage him to still hang in there. From him never playing, from him always playing football, from now everything stopped, your whole life's changed. Just still trying to encourage him to just keep pushing forward even though he's not playing. So it was a rough time. And then for your brother to be there and then he's no longer there. And first first time ever leaving home and our household had changed completely. So we just had to keep encouraging him and until he can figure this part out. Once again, her son faced a daunting period in his life. No matter where he looked, he didn't see a clear road to better times ahead. We'll be right back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! 
And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Despite all the challenges, Hamaka's mom, Misha, never lost faith. She explains. I said, I'm going to do what I have to do to fix this, and I'm going to support you guys, regardless of what we just went through. I said, I need you guys to do your job, too. So you expect me to handle my business? I need to do handle yours, and you're going to get there, regardless. You have to drive. Yeah, even if we have to drive. That was Hamika's stepdad, Chris McLemore, in the background, talking about driving. He had came out 2018. Hamilton came home. It was like spring break or what? I don't know what it was, but he came home and we had got him a plane ticket to go back to Oregon. So we got to the airport, dropped Hamica off. After flying home to Arizona for spring break, Hamica is now returning to campus for the rest of the semester at Oregon State. Drop him off at the airport. He calls, we weren't even back yet to the apartment yet. Mom, the plane left me. What do you mean the plane left you? What do you mean? What do you mean? And so trying to figure out, okay, he has to be back to school the next day or so. And he's like, I'm trying to figure out how to buy another plane ticket. Everything was like $2,000 one way. Now I looked at Chris. He said, we drive him. What do you mean? We went and picked Tamika back up from the airport. Get in the car. 22 hours. We drove him back to Oregon. Just in time. Just enough time to get to practice. When I say driving on fumes, we're tag teaming. Have a go to sleep. They're in the back in the Sequoia. We were just driving. 22 hours. 22 hours. Twenty-two hours of driving, two years without playing, his brother transferring from Oregon State. Throughout it all, Hamica simply tried to persevere. Research shows the most predictive traits for success are persistence and grit. Showing up for practice and tutoring day after day. Dragging yourself to the public library. Having a family who picks you back up, metaphorically off the ground and literally from the airport, and gets you back on your way. This is what Hamica and his parents did. And suddenly, one day, 
it paid off. Going into Hamaka's redshirt sophomore year, the Oregon State Beavers hired a new head coach, Jonathan Smith. And just like that, everything in Corvallis, Oregon changed. Third year, you know, got a new coaching staff and finally got to play football in like three years. I was just thinking this whole time, like, you might not see it now, but I'm going to make someone pay. And I honestly wanted to play that old coaching staff and just go crazy on that on their team and just show them, like, this is the guy you had on the bench the whole time, you know, and you didn't even give him the shot to even try. You know, we got like 12 tackles, 12, 13 tackle losses and some sacks. And I was just like, wow, this is what football feels like again. Uh, I haven't played it so long since high school. But after that, you know, the sky was the limit. His redshirt junior year in 2020, all the pieces came together. The joy was back and football became fun again. So fun. It was, it's so much fun, you know, thinking about like, oh, I'm out here getting respect from other teams and everyone's like, yeah, you're a great player, you're doing this. I remember vividly, like, ASU, like, tackled, well, he was just like mid-game. I ran past him and it got like another tackle for loss. He was like, bro, you're killing me. And he was like, bro, I really can't stop you. I, I ended up trying to like do like a one-arm stab and he like knocked my hand out and I fell to the ground. And he was like, yes, I got him. You finally got him. And I was just like, ah, this is funny. It's like really crazy. Like he finally got me on one rep and I'm killing him the whole game. So I feel like overall, it's just a, it was a great year. So I was just, it's me just getting back to football and being out there, being disruptive and making plays. The biggest difference, you know, I'm just out there being free, letting me go rush, letting me go play football. Hamica registered 14 sacks that year, along with the 22 and a half tackles for loss. He catapulted into the national spotlight and became a first team All-American. And then surprisingly, he decided to return for his senior season. It was tough to think about right now, but um, yeah, I broke my thumb, had surgery at the end of the year for, you know, 2019 year. So, you know, my big reason why I wasn't going to go to draft was that I couldn't do the uh, benches and combine stuff. So that really affected me. And I think I was like projected top 30 or something around there. And I felt like I could definitely improve and do another great year and go up and become a you know top 10 pick. That's always been my dream. You know, I always want to be a top 10 pick. And that's why I really, that's really motivated me. And, you know, I felt confident in what I had and what my coaches prepared me for and the people around me. I feel like we're going to have a way better year. Not knowing, you know, COVID and all that stuff is going to happen. His goal for his senior year is to become a top 10 pick. And he's feeling as optimistic as ever. I was still recovering from pins in my hand, from a broken thumb and COVID. Here it comes. They're like, yeah, just go home. And we just did one to two practices. And they're like, I'm just getting started. I'm like, wow, we got to go home now. COVID hit campuses across the country. And Hamica had to return home after just his first few practices. We ended up going home for four or five months. 
I'm training my butt off at home, working out with two coaches, going to two places just to be safe. And I want to say after that delay, they canceled it. They canceled our season. The Pac-12 conference initially calls off the entire year. Then, as the pandemic situation becomes clearer, they eventually decide to play an abbreviated season. All the players return for fall camp with new COVID protocols, including a test every single morning. I woke up at 6 a.m., 5 a.m. to go get tested at Oregon State, and the trainer came in and talked to me. I was in a meeting room. He was about to start doing meetings. He came in and he was like, Ham, I need you. He talked to you. And I'm like, what the heck you need to talk to me about, right? And I ended up going downstairs with the trainer. And he was like, you just popped for COVID. You tested positive. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you need to go home right now. Like right now. And I'm walking home and didn't leave my house since then for 14 days. And probably was the most terrible time ever, 14 days ever. And I'm like, what the heck? How? Right. And I'm like, all I did was stay home and went to go get Jersey Mike's. So somewhere in that time from going to get some food and from back to practice or whatever, I got COVID somehow. He spent four straight months training at home and finally recovered from his broken thumb. And then COVID. So I missed two weeks of fall camp. Then had to come back after COVID and play. Then, you know, I felt like COVID pretty much hit me the hardest. I would say, you know, I just have legs. You know, you need foot, you need legs. You need legs to do everything you're doing for a while. Your legs separate from a sack to a hurry. You know, I feel like all that stuff matters. And it definitely mattered. Hamica's COVID recovery was slow and drawn out. He didn't have his usual burst. But once again, he persevered. Then had to come back after COVID and play. Then got hurt, hurt my ankle pretty bad. Then try to just get ready for the season and rehabbed a lot of it. And... Played a couple games, just tore up. And, you know, I'm just doing whatever it takes, you know, trying to survive these couple games. And it just wasn't great. And obviously, I didn't get a lot of stats, as, you know, a lot of people wanted me to have. And obviously, it hurt me, you know, it's tough. This is the one and only topic NFL teams focus on whenever Hamica talks to them. What happened? They all want to know what happened. To Hamica, what happened was a string of injuries and illnesses. He wasn't able to play his best football. To his high school mentor, Coach Scott, it was also a case of game planning. When he came back, you know, teams had already, you know, understood if, if this kid is, is back around, this is what we have to do. He's way too strong, way too, way too fast for a single coverage. And so what uh, teams started doing is they started double teaming him to keep him away from quarterbacks. So that was the biggest thing, was the adjustments that teams made uh, against him. It wasn't anything that, that he did wrong because that, that wasn't the case. But, you know, your better teams aren't going to allow that to happen. You know, they learned about him and they learned how to, to, to slow him down. So the question of what happened depends on who you ask and how much they know about the last six years of Hamaka's life. And when it comes to NFL scouts and executives, they want to know absolutely everything. 
had a lot of meetings, but you know, every meeting I had with the 32 teams were talking about how did I drop from 14 sacks to zero? And that's pretty much why I had to answer this whole drive time. And that's probably the biggest question that I've been asked. Injuries, double teams, COVID. Those are all part of what happened this past season. Though the real answer goes all the way back to the little kid playing football in the streets of Phoenix. The one chasing down his older brothers, having the most fun as he crashes into kids all over the neighborhood. What happened this past season is something that's happened many times before. He had a very tough year. Football stopped being fun for a little while. But the recurring story of Hamaka's life is that no matter what gets thrown at him, he always fights his way back. He's been through ups and downs like this many times before. Expectations were definitely high, but you know, I played my worst football in this last year because of injuries, not because, you know, I can't play great football. Next on Drafted. It was, to me, it was like a death and having a baby at the same time. Like, what in the world just happened? I ended up, I just took my mic off and I went upstairs and I was hot. I was just mad. Come on, call my phone, somebody. Somebody call my phone. But originally, when I saw him looking at his phone, like, no, he's joking. I'm not falling for that. This is a movie. This like, this doesn't happen. This isn't regular. So that's my, that's my little catchphrase. Do it for the movie. Packers hit me, the Chargers hit me. I'm like, what a trigger. That's when you have to push the emotion to the side and say, what are we going to do best for him? I'm seeing people get drafted with like no names and like, it's just, it's just irritating. So I just broke down. He didn't hear me crying on my side of the phone, bro. But uh, it was so unreal. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. The executive producers are Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, Eric Salat, Eric Weiner, and Sean Titone. The series is produced and written by Eric Weiner. Garme Mamalu is our coordinating producer. Coral Silverberg is our associate producer. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer. The show is mixed, edited, and hosted by me, Stephen Johnson. Additional production help from Tim Schauer and Haley Mandelberg. For transcripts of the show and more information on Drafted, go to treefort.fm. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.